Joey, we heard a fascinating account of something that you were involved in at one point that made kind of a positive statement to young people. It has to do with the kids who removed the no skateboarding sign. Could you tell us all about that? Now, this sounds kind of unusual. Yeah, so I work for uh, Portland Youth for Christ, and there is a church right around the corner from where I live. And I'm friends with the pastor there, and he lets me have an office out of the church. And when um, when COVID hit and school shut down, I was in the office all the time. And on the outside of the building, there's a no skateboarding sign, but a perfect spot for people to skateboard. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Uh, and uh, it's also across the street from the uh, low-income housing for the county. And uh, one day the pastor comes into my office and he says, hey, I'd like to show you something. Uh, so I go to his office and he shows me a video of these kids who are t- like breaking off the no skateboarding sign. And there, there is a concrete step there as well with steel plates drilled into the step so you can't grind on it. And they have a sawzall, and they're <laughs> sawing off the blockers so they can skate on it. And he has cameras, and he said, you know, we know where these, who these kids are. We know where they live. Uh, we could call the cops. We could do – what do you think we should do? And I thought for a second, and I was like, honestly – why don't we skate with them, you know, if that's what they want to do? And he was like, I, w- I was hoping you'd say that. So I made a sign. I stuck it on the window. I said, hey, guys, I know who you are. Um, I really don't care about the sign. Come back next week. I'll have pizza. I'll have uh, a rail that we can skate on, and let's hang out. Um, and that night, I put my number on there, too. And I got a text from one of the kids saying, uh, I'm really sorry about the sign. I'm excited to skate later and then the day came and there was like 10 or 12 kids there and we all ate pizza and we were skateboarding and hanging out from the neighborhood and then we met the next week and the next week and the next week and we've been meeting uh for about two years now um off and on during every summer uh and then a little bit throughout the school year were they originally surprised that uh you know folks in the church the the christian folks would you know not really be upset with him about this and actually invite him to come over for pizza? Yeah, I can tell they're very shocked that we went that way um, because usually when skateboarders are used to being kicked out of places all the time, they're almost desensitized to it. So I think they were shocked not only when we invited them back, but um, we were able to get some stuff to make it more fun at the church, uh, like with a rail and things like that. We had music going. Um, so it was a really great time just to meet them kind of on their own playing field. So, Joey, does it require, like, unusual patience sometimes or even prayer and skills to uh, to be able to share faith with young people and, and talk to talk about life issues that are, you know, kind of important to them? Mm, absolutely. I think when you are working with students, or be meeting with students who uh, are not followers of Christ and who did not grow up in the church, you can't hold them to a standard of as if they did. So they may be a little bit rougher around the edges or not be as polite to adults or some of the language they use. So just 
showing mm-hmm. lots of grace and patience and truly just meeting them where they are for who they are um, can be a little bit um, taxing at times. <laughs> Understood. And uh, it has been said that, you know, kids don't just automatically say, hey, I'm going to go to church. You know, do they consider church like a word they don't want to hear? I mean, is it possible to get them to, to attend an actual church service? It is, yeah. I have found, honestly, that a lot of kids have a um, bad interpretation of what church is, or um, even of Christians. I, the amount of times we have heard students say, I don't like Christians, but I like you, or I don't like church, but I like this, kind of blows our minds. Um, but we have had kids join us um, to Sunday morning and youth groups. It's at the point now where my wife and I um, will go and pick up some of these kids and take them with us to our local youth group that we serve at. Um, So we can't really expect a kid to wander into a youth group on a, on a Wednesday night or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, But when you build a relationship with them and kind of just meet them where they're at, um, they are going to be way more likely to join you if you go through kind of the more natural steps of getting to know somebody. All right. So you don't have to name any names or anything, but mm-hmm. is there anyone in particular that stands out of uh, an example of how God has really changed a life? Mm. Yeah. Uh, there is a student that I can think of immediately uh, who was part of that group who started to come uh, and just come come from a rough home, not not the most stable, has a ton of freedom for how old they are. They, I mean, I, I see these kids out at all night, all hours of the night, uh, just kind of roaming around, hanging out and, and playing games and stuff. But there's a student who has been coming really consistently um, and engaged in the conversations uh, and started coming with us to youth group and um, even went to uh, one of the camps that we that we provide and just the student that I met over a year ago is not the same one. You can tell that they know they are loved and that they know they are valued um, and that these biblical truths um, about Jesus have really sunk in and changed the way that they spoke and even carried themselves. Um, Not that we want to prune them to look any way, but their lives is just beginning to be transformed by the gospel that they've been hearing. What would you say the biggest, the single biggest challenge is for, for youth today as a whole? Ooh, um, that's a good question. A lot of them, I, I just keep coming back to a lot of them have a, a bad view of Jesus from either what they've been told or what they've, what they've heard through friends or even shown uh, through people in their lives who claim to be Christians. But a lot of kids that I find that we work with have been shown a view of Jesus that's not biblical uh, and not loving. Uh, so that's one of them. Uh, another one is I think there's not a ton of safe places where kids can go and learn about Jesus without feeling like the odd one out um, or feeling like they don't fit in. Um, I just think that's the the reality of even if there is a really great youth group with kind people and all that, 
if a kid walks into the youth group for the very first time and has never been stepped foot in church before, um, they're going to feel kind of like the oddball. Kind of awkward, and yeah, I mm-hmm. understood. Mm-hmm. So, Joey, what is in your heart as you talk to these young people, as you try to point them toward Jesus, as you try to give them good life advice? What, What's in your heart? What do you do it? What's in my heart? I just want to introduce them to Jesus the best that I can. Uh, I used to focus on extremely good and deep teaching and and try to sound smart and all things like that. But then I realized if I want them to have a relationship with Jesus, then I need to almost apply the same relationship steps that we have with anybody else in our lives. So, uh, getting to know them, talking with them, listening to them, learning about them. So I want the kids to be able to strengthen their relationship with Jesus every hour of every day, uh, not when they're just with us. So I just want to give them tools the second they leave the room uh, that they can begin to use to uh, strengthen their relationship, whether it be through prayer or through uh, reading a, a little bit of scripture or even talking to somebody um, or things like that. So really what's going through my head is just how can I help these kids understand uh, and engage in a relationship with Jesus. If someone listening to our podcast or reading our story would like to know more about Youth for Christ, especially in Portland, where can they go mm-hmm. for more information? Yeah, so we have a website. It's yfcpdx.org. Uh, let me double check that right now. Right now. Never hurts. Um, and it, yeah, yfcpdx.org. And it takes you to our Portland uh, portal. And it has a little bit of info about what we do. And it has actually my phone number um, and an email on there and um, contact points. So. If someone wanted to know what we're doing, how to be involved, how to pray, how to give or volunteer, all that will be on there. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of And we also have social media. We're on Instagram and um, Facebook under Portland Youth for Christ. So that's another touch point as well. All right. Joey, I really appreciate you sharing your heart with us. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity.